How do you think you're going to win your family if the light's not shining from you? Yeah. You've got to have God first in your life. Yeah. A lot to say to that. And Paul says, look, if, if I'm going to live my way, if I want it to be my way, the Burger King way, you know what I'm saying? Microwave, that's what everybody wants today. Come on. Hey, Amen. Just the way they want it. You can do that. See, God's a gentleman. He's not going to interfere with your life. If you want to do it, He'll let you do it. You go ahead and live that way. But that's going to be the fruit of your labor. You're not going to get no reward. You might scrape in by the skin of your teeth, but you'll have no reward. You'll have no crown to cast at your Savior's feet. And when He opens up the books of remembrance, oh my God, and He looks in the book, what's He going to be able to call out of that book that you have done for His kingdom? Will there be a reward that is coming to you? There's books that are kept on you in heaven. Yep. Oh, Pastor, I only heard of the book of life. There's a book of life. There's a book of remembrance. Oh, my God. And there's a book of destiny. And he's going to open the books. The Revelation says, and he opened up the books. See, God don't need no book. See, God is all-knowing. He's omniscient. He is all-knowing. He knows. Every moment of your life. The book's not for him. The book's for you. The book's so that he can show you a record of what you have done. With the grace that he has bestowed upon you. With the life that he has given you. With the breath that you have breathed and the blood that has flowed through your veins. Yes, yes, yes. And the salvation that he bought for you on Calvary. The book shall be open. You got the book of destiny. Which can also be called the book of purpose. Uh-huh. And what that is talking about is that every one of us here in this house have a purpose. Right. A destiny. And that before you were formed in your mother's womb, it was written. All your members were written in his book. That means everything about you, everything that you would go through, every failure, every accomplishment oh, is written in a book. Amen. Yeah, uh, and yeah. in that book of destiny, there is a purpose for you that has been recorded. Right. And God died on the cross in the person of Jesus Christ that He might give you the power to fulfill the purpose for you that He has written in His book. The book of remembrance. Every idle word that you speak. Every thought that you think. Every action that you take. Whether it's good or whether it's bad is recorded in a book. It will be brought to your remembrance. Amen. On that great day of judgment on the Lord's day. Oh, when you stand in the uh -huh. seat of Christ. Uh -huh. Oh my God. It will be brought back to your remembrance. And upon what is recorded in that book will be the reward that you receive. Amen. Oh my God. Amen. Oh my God. What are you talking about, Pastor? Quite simply, if there's no reward, you will walk into the gates of heaven empty-handed. You will go in by His grace because we're saved by grace. But you will go in empty-handed. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be surrounded by billions of people who have a reward and walk in empty-handed. All right, man. I want to have a crown to cast. Come on, come on. Amen. 
Yeah, the Bible says if you build yeah. upon a foundation of wood, hay, and stubble, what's going to happen to it? It's going to be burned up. I ain't even gotten my sermon. Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. If you build a foundation of wood, hay, and stubble, it's going to be burned up. There'll be no reward. Come on, come on. Man. Oh, but if you build it upon gold and silver and precious stones, oh God, you're going to have a reward because you build it upon a sure foundation, an everlasting foundation, a foundation that lasts, that was meant to be eternal. Amen. Yes. Yes. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Then you got the book of life. Oh Lord, you better hope your name is found written in that book. Come on, come on. Because if he if he opens the book to point out to you that your name is not there, because remember he knows whether your name's there or not. But the book is for you. If he has to say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you, he's gonna show you that your name ain't written in the book. Oh my God. But if he says, Well done, my good and faithful servant, but in the voice that await you, he'll point you out and say, Look, my child, your name. Is written in the book of life. Uh, oh, somebody needs a praise yes. in the house this morning. Yes. Hallelujah. Go back to 21. You cannot say this if you are living for anything else. If anything else is your priority, you cannot say this. Anything else is to die and lose it all. Oh my God. The glory of Christ ought to be the beginning of our life. The glory of Christ ought to be the end of our life. Amen. The grace of Christ ought to be the principle of our life. And the word of Christ ought to be the rule of our life. Verse 22 again. Hey man, you read this. It says if you want to live your way, if you want to have it all about you and none about God, and that'll be the fruit of your labor. Amen. In sad contrast to what Paul is saying in this verse, many Christians have not yet come to a place where it is going to be a certainty whether or not they will bear fruit for the kingdom of God within their life. Amen. Oh, you judgmental pastor. No, I ain't. I'm preaching to myself too. I done told you that. People everywhere, I'm a man that don't mind telling you. I got some things to work on. Yes. Uh, but the difference between me and a lot of people in the back of Christ is I'm letting the Holy Ghost work on me. I'm getting there. I'm a prophet. I'm under construction. I don't mind letting anybody know that I need God's help. Amen. Amen. Now, people everywhere in this world are walking around aimlessly. Look around you. And I understand that to be the sad situation of those who do not know God through His Christ. But what confounds me as a leader in the body of Christ is that I see people within the body of Christ who claim to know God and yet they walk around aimlessly. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh my God. It is indeed understandable for those who have not been born again, for they have no compass to give them a direction. Amen. But what about those? What about those who walk aimlessly, who claim the name of Jesus, who is the compass, who is the leader, and who is the guide? Amen. What about those people? Put Romans 12 to. I believe the problem is the mindset. 
of people. In fact, in the book of Revelation, the Holy Ghost gives a list of churches that were physical churches of that era. Amen. But they also had a, a spiritual significance for every church era that would come, every generation that would come after the cross, mm -hmm. even up until this day. Amen. And you want to know where this church age is within that list? The Laodicean church. We are the lukewarm church. Amen. We're the ones that are wandering aimlessly. Oh my God. That say we got Jesus the compass oh, in our Jesus. life. But yet we're walking around like we're lost on the hillside somewhere. Oh, yeah. We don't know which way to go. Come on. We're the lukewarm church. And you know what Jesus said about the lukewarm church, which is this church? And I'm not just talking about here, I'm talking about the body of Christ as a whole, worldwide. Lukewarm. Amen. Jesus said. I've seen your works that they're hot, neither cold, mm -hmm. or cold, neither hot. He said, I wish you'd be one or the other, mm -hmm. cold or hot. Mm -hmm. Because if you, listen, if you're not, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. In other words, you're putting a bad taste in my mouth. Amen. That's what God said. You're putting a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Because he wants his body to be empowered and in authority, and to be walking in the abundant life, and to have a well-balanced life. Amen? He wants us for to live is Christ. Amen? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's about the mindset. And we have it in the Scripture. It says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God in order for you to be able to prove yourself to yourself, to everyone else, and to God. You must have a transformation that takes place. You must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen? See, the problem with many Christians is that they live a life based on feelings. Uh-oh. Did he say that? Come on. This life on beat on feelings says uh, several things. How do I feel today? How do I think feel about my job today? How do I feel about my husband or my wife or any other relationship that I have? How do I feel about going to church today? How do I feel about giving a sacrifice of praise today? How do I feel about giving of my tithes and offerings today? How do I feel about my pastor today? How do I feel about the music that they sang today? Etc. Etc. The list goes on. This life of feeling will never know the transforming power of God because it, it ignores the renewing of the mind. Come on. Come on. That's right. Come on.